quantum brain. Understanding the connectedness of our brain with the quantum field and with the universal consciousness. Our brain is a truly magnificent organ or we may say device which has the capacity beyond any supercomputer available today. The scientists still haven't figured out the brain fully yet. The current most advanced computers still are no equal to the human brain. Our brain receives information from our five senses. We have the smell, taste, touch, sight, hearing, five senses, and these five senses send 11 million bits of information, 11 million signals per second. So our body is sending 11 million bits of information per second to our brain to be processed. Of course, we may say that seeing is so natural, your eyesight is so natural, but when you close your eyes, it's a different reality. Suddenly, there is, there is so much less perception, isn't it? When you open your eyes, immediately you're bombarded with colors and objects and shapes and forms. Our ears are capable of hearing so many different sounds, nearly, that would be also in, in, in hundreds of thousands or even million different tonalities. So our five senses are, are very big receptors of environment. We receive information from environment and 11 million bits every second we send to our brain to be processed. Even more so, our brain is, has trillions of neurons, trillions of neuron connections. That is a lot of neuron connections and every neuron connection is transmitting or storing our emotions and memories. The things that we do repeatedly get wired permanently. And this is what we call our habits. So our repeated <coughs> actions are habits. They're hardwired in our brain. When we start to meditate, we can rewire our brain. We can let go of certain habits. We can make new habits. So we're constantly rewiring our brain in different ways. Our brain itself processes nearly 400 billion bits of information per second. 
So this includes all the neural pathways, memories are flashing, thoughts are coming in. It's bombarded with all the sensory perceptions that the body is sending, as well as sensory perceptions of other kinds of energies, which are beyond five senses. So for example, certain electromagnetic waves are not perceived by the body, but brain picks them up. So our brain picks up the whole environment. Yes, you are aware of the whole environment already. And that is awareness meditation. To become aware that you are aware of the whole environment already. No effort is needed. You are already aware. And now when we turn on our logical, lineal mind, this is where things, we may say, go narrow. This is where from the quantum brain perception, you see your brain is already processing the whole environment on multiple levels, even on multiple dimensions. Now, to confirm further that the brain is processing information in multiple dimensions, it is very clear that scientifically that there are different brain waves, yes? So we know there is a beta brain wave, which is a conscious waking state. We know there is an alpha brain wave, which is a, a light sleep, or when we daydream, or when we have a very light meditation. And there are deeper brain waves, deeper dimensions. Also, scientifically, it was found that our brain is processing information in 11 dimensions. This is the latest scientific article. Hundreds of scientists were researching and found that our brain is processing information on 11 dimensions. They missed one. <laughs> because generally speaking, there are 12 dimensions. And, and that is directly connected to consciousness. But they will come to it when the time is right. So our brain functions in a non-lineal way. It processes everything immediately already. There is no effort to see. There is no effort to hear. There is no effort to smell, to taste, to touch. It all happens already by itself. Now, the only effort that is required is the thinking process. So, the thinking process is very primitive. The thinking process is very linear. It's from A to B to C to D. And this is how the current computers are designed, with ones and zeros. Ones and zeros, ones and zeros. It's also called the matrix, with ones and zeros. So it's a very limited reality. It's a very limited perception 
The greatest addiction in the human history is not alcohol, because that's a new invention, is not drugs, because that's even newer invention. The greatest addiction is thinking. And that is the greatest disease as well of humanity. The addiction and being completely hallucinated or hypnotized by thoughts, by what our thoughts have created inside our heads. And this is what is called the individual world, individual reality. This is what is called the separation, and this is the ego, identification with the sense of I, myself, which is a sense of separation. In the real reality, which I call the real relative reality, because actually there are, there are three realities. So the illusionary individual reality is what we made up in our head and what we believe in as a separate individual world view. So to give an example is, is if we look at the nature at a tree, every person will have some kind of different thoughts about that tree. Well, in reality, it's just one tree right there in front. But everybody has different thoughts of what it means. Some will say, oh, just, just a tree, that's just a label, it's nothing. Others will come and hug a tree, they will say, oh, it's special. Others will see in various different ways. But in reality, a tree is a tree. So, the illusionary reality is what we think of reality. That is illusionary reality, because the real relative reality is reality the way it actually is. And the real reality is really magnificent. The real reality is very harmonious. So, let's take an example of our solar system. <laughs> And we will, uh, she said it's correct. <laughs> That's her higher self speaking. <laughs> See the new kids they know. <laughs> so the real relative reality, let's say the solar system is already harmonious. The sun is shining, the planets are spinning, everything is in harmony, isn't it? The nature is in harmony. Our earth has the natural cycles. Our earth has existed for four billion years. Way, way before humanity. Way, way before any dinosaurs or any other kinds of creatures. So the earth has been here a long time. Humanity is relatively very, very new thing to the earth and very destructive for the earth. So in reality only humanity is distorted because the earth itself is fine. It was fine before humanity and it will be fine even if humanity disappears. But hopefully it will evolve to be a conscious humanity to be in alignment with nature, 
with their universal laws. So the real reality is very harmonious. Nobody is in a rush in the universe, in a galaxy. So the, the universe has existed 14 billion years and it's very, very advanced and complicated and very, very beautiful the way it is designed. The scientists are still amazed of of how many properties there are to support life on Earth. You know, if you change just one single property, let's say gravity, to be less dense, then our bodies would disintegrate. They, they, couldn't, they, they, they couldn't sustain the connectedness. So there are thousands of properties to make just perfect conditions for life to exist. So it's, it's a very complex system, the universe, the earth and life. Now humanity is, is seen as, as very young children playing in a sandbox with, with knives and fire and all kinds of dangerous you know, artifacts in, in, in the eyes of the universe. So there is a lot of disharmony happening there. But the universe itself is very harmonious organism, very complex, very old and very harmonious organism. And the real, real reality, the absolute reality, is consciousness itself. This is the pure consciousness, the full consciousness. Some call it God. Some call it the universal mind, but I don't know that is the relative reality. So the absolute reality is the source, is the pure consciousness itself. So we come to realize that there are th these three realities. One is distorted, disharmonious, separate, illusionary reality. The second one is, is real, relative reality, which is the universe, the harmonious universe, the way it really is. Three realities. One is illusionary, distorted, separated, individual world view. And this, this creates suffering. The illusion creates suffering. Distortion creates suffering. The real relative reality is harmonious, is loving. And that is the universe the way it is. In, within functioning within the universal laws in harmonious way, in a balanced way. And the third reality is the absolute reality, and that is the pure consciousness. That is the source. That is the deepest place within you, and it's the true nature of who you truly are. So now when we come to, the, to our quantum brain, we will realize that our brain is actually fine. And I'm saying, yes, your brain is actually fine, but your mind is not. 
So we have to separate those two things, the brain and the mind. They're connected, but they're not the same. So your brain is actually fine. Your brain is actually functioning in a real harmonious way. It is processing the real reality the way it is. So your brain is already processing this environment and your and perception of yourself, which is immediately, to be correct, your body the way it is. So the brain is already processing all these signals and the environment the way it is, it actually is already. So the brain is fine. There is nothing wrong with your brain. Now the mind, with all the understandings and, ooh, what does this mean? <laughs> well, that's where the problems are. And identifications with all kinds of sorts of ridiculous limitations and fears, that's where the problems are. So we need to realize that our body is precious. There is a common misconception in spirituality that the body is not important. And this is very wrong. This is really bad. This is ignorance. This is separation. Any spirituality which ignores the body is also propelling separation. This is why Kriya Yoga has been so revolutionary in 1970s, 80s and so forth. It was a revolutionary yoga, revolutionary knowledge. When Yogananda arrived to New York, he was a revolutionary teacher because he said that, that consciousness is being processed in your spine and your central nervous system. And the, and the local New Yorkers were saying, Wow, this yogi is saying that God is in your spine. <laughs> so it was a really big teaching, you know, for the Christian believers to say that God is residing in your spine. <laughs> but to be more correct, that consciousness is being attuned and received and processed through your spine through your central nervous system. So consciousness is like a Wi-Fi. And your central nervous system is like your, like your phone, whatever you have, a Samsung or Apple and so forth. So the hardware is your phone, yes? And consciousness is the Wi-Fi with all the abundant information, all the internet, all the knowledge, all the videos and anything that you can download on your phone. So consciousness is, includes everything. It has everything. It's the infinite pool of information. This infinite pool of information is the quantum field. And this is what the science has already figured out. So let's give high five to the science, good job, now you're on the right track. So some illusions are dissolved already, that yes, there is a universal field, yes, there is the universal mind, and yes, there is this universal intelligence or universal consciousness, 
these are precise terms. Yes, I'm, I'm using precise terminology. You're ready? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the universal mind, universal intelligence, universal consciousness is the same thing. Full consciousness is more than that. Absolute self is more than that. <laughs> she knows it. <laughs> So, to clarify the difference, because many people still believe that the universal consciousness is the same as, as, as the consciousness, or God, or, or the source. No, it's not. It's different. So, the universal consciousness already means it's the whole universe. Yes? But pure consciousness is beyond this universe. It's the source of this universe. And thus, some of the most extravagant scientists, they propose the ideas, and they're redefining some evidences, that there is, there is a possibility of multiple universes. And they found some evidences of the limitations of the universe, that the space, we thought it's infinite, that's the old knowledge. It's not infinite, it's expanding. So from the Big Bang, the universe is expanding. The space is expanding. So what you perceive as infinite is not actually infinite. So it's expanding, yes? It's very large, of course. It's so large that people called it infinite, but it's, it's actually measurable. So it's expanding and it has its edges how far it is reaching out. And scientists already found that the universe is touching some kind of anomaly which might be another universe. And they already know about the parallel universes, yes? The parallel timelines. That's where the, the big brain twisters happen <laughs> in the way that we understand the nature of reality. So... The universal field, the universal consciousness is of this particular universe. The absolute reality, absolute consciousness is the source of all universes. And it's not attached to any of them. And it's simply manifesting, birthing all these bubbles, all these different universes. So from the Godhead, from the pure consciousness, the universes are birthed. And the source is still free, unattached, undivided, unseparated, whole and complete in itself. So this is the nature of reality. And now tonight's topic is about the quantum brain and the quantum field. So we come to realize that our brain is actually fine. There is nothing wrong with it. To give you, to give everybody, and let's confirm this, yes? I invite everyone here to confirm that your brain is already 
perceiving this environment and yourself already now. Correct? Everybody yes? Yes. Here you go. For one second you were in the quantum field. You were in touch with the universal consciousness. So let's confirm again that you are already aware of the whole environment here and yourself already. Correct? Yes. Very simple. Now some of you will say, hey, what does that mean? And I say, hey, let's stop there. Let's not dig into what does that mean, because we will contract our focus into the very limited lineal perception. The mind takes time. The mind and thoughts are very slow to make sense of what is here now. You see, here now, you are already aware of the whole environment and for you to fully understand what is here now, it, it can take such a long time. You know, what does this mean? What does that mean? What is this? What is this? You know, what is the nature of, 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 of your body? What is the nature of, of the air that you're breathing? What is the nature of the space between us? What, how, how does your heart function? How does this work and that work? There is a one million ways to perceive and to dig into what does this mean here and now. So the, the mind is very limited in its perception because the mind can only perceive the totality from one, from a single point of view. It's like looking at the ball from this point of view and that point of view and that point of view and that point of view, but the ball has infinite points, isn't it? It's a circle, it's, to it's total, it's whole, it has infinite points. So the same way your brain is perceiving reality as the infinite, total, complete now. And the brain has capacity to process that. As soon as we turn on our, our thinking process, which is a lineal perception from A to B to C to D, so this means that, means that, means that, and thus I can make a conclusion and make sense of it, and thus I can believe in it, or no, I will not believe in it, this is a thinking process. It's so slow. It takes so much time. Now, scientifically, it was found that your body is sending 11 million signals to the brain and the brain is processing 400 billion bits of information per second. And now the big, big, big news is that with the conscious mind we are only processing 
Okay, guess how many bits of information per second? Let's make a quiz. Guess how many? So four, four, 400 billion bits it, the brain is processing. And how many bits is, is, the, is our mind processing? 10% of 400 billion. Not even close. A bit more than one. <laughs> we, we have a range, yes? Between 10% and one. Okay, let's... 10% would be 40 billion. That's still a lot. So how many, how many bits per second your conscious mind is processing out of the complete total reality? Thousands. In thousands, okay, that's very... One thousand, that's very... Okay, that's, that's already hot, yes, it's hot. <laughs> yes, to be very precise, two thousand only. So from 400 billion, which your brain is processing already, the brain is fine, nothing is wrong with it. Only 2,000, like that much, just in between the fingers somewhere, that much is conscious. The mind is conscious only of that much, which is 0.000 something, 0.001%. And that's science. This is a fact. This is why it is said that in the subconscious there is a vast reality. In the subconscious. In the full consciousness, the vast times thousands reality. So the real reality, I'm speaking only now about the quantum field. Right now, which is already here, the environment, the whole environment, the whole thing right now here is so vast, so huge, and the brain is doing an amazing job to process all of that. And in the conscious mind, we perceive only that tiny little weeny bit of, of reality, perception. So where did things go wrong? No wonder why we're suffering so much. No wonder why we have such a limited perception. No wonder why we're still using liquid petrol to fuel our cars and the fume is going out of the other side of the car, polluting the earth. No wonder why wars and things go wrong. No wonder why half of population is still starving. Something has really limited our perception of the magnificence and beauty of the totality of existence, the way it really is. So this is why it's called awakening. This is why it's called disidentification from limitations, fears, anxieties. This is why we're clinging on to our limited perceptions and we're saying, no, freedom is too big for me. I have a fear of, of heights and spaces and, you know, what's going to happen if I lose sense of myself? What is going to happen if I meditate and I experience this and that? 
because you will connect to the real reality, to a much bigger reality, beyond limitations. So the amazing thing is that the quantum field, the universal intelligence, is so vast. It's an infinite potentiality. Limitless, infinite potentiality. It's the biggest creative force in the whole universe. And humanity has access to only 2,000 bits of that huge infinite pool of potentiality. And this is why I'm bringing the subject of the quantum brain to realize that our brain is fine. Our body is a miracle, is a walking miracle. We have infinite potential within us waiting to be unlocked and opened. And we need to remove all these boundaries and limitations, separations, all these even spiritual misconceptions and spiritual ideologies, all of even these need to go in order for us to return to the full consciousness and our unlimited potentiality. Because this is how we were originally designed. This is the miracle of the human body and pure consciousness. In the ideal state, our brain is already fine, our mind is, is completely open, completely empty, completely not identified with any sort of limitation. In the ideal way, there is no limitation. There is no identification with anything in particular apart from the real source self-consciousness, which is aware already, which is looking through your eyes already. In the ideal way, your nervous system is healed from all the clutters and all the traumas and all the blocked neuron pathways are opened. Because the traumas and emotional, emotional big negative experiences, they block the neuron pathways. And thus they block our perception of the real reality. So in the ideal way, our neurons are decluttered, are reopened, and our nervous system is illuminated with the light of consciousness. That every part within us is illuminated with the light of consciousness. And that is called enlightenment bringing light within, enlightening every part within us. Every neuron pathway is enlightened, unblocked, reconnected. Our DNA is activated. Our DNA is infused with light particles and thus it reactivates 
And then all our DNA strands reconnect with the neuron pathways and suddenly that is called awakening. So it's, it's a healing process to disidentify from limitations, to re-illuminate our nervous system, declutter it, and to return to our original blueprint and to reconnect fully with the zero-point quantum field in which this body is already functioning. It's already functioning, but nobody told you that. That was the biggest secret that the governments kept you from. Nobody wanted to know, to let you know of that. Because if everybody opens their full potential, Everybody will come up with all solutions that we don't need these silly medicines, we don't need these silly, you know, very primitive forms of energy and petrol and all of that. All the corporations will crumble. And those in power, they don't want that. Those in power controlling the world don't want everybody to be in their power. But that time is over. That time is over. Those days are counted, and the change is happening right now. So we are returning to the zero-point energetics. We are rediscovering the quantum field, which is the way the universe is already working. And we need to unclutter our system to reattune to that new way of being, to the full unlimited potentiality which is within you, waiting to be reopened. So this is the quantum realm of existence. You are already connected. Your brain is already processing that. And the real you is the pure consciousness, the source which illuminates, which is shining through this body, which illuminates this whole environment perception. And this is verifiable by every one of you immediately. How amazing is that? That what I'm speaking of, everything that I said, is verifiable with a, with a five-second exercise. And now I'm handing this big power to your hands. That is my duty, to give the power back to you and to show you and guide you how to regain fully that power for every single one of you. Mm -hmm.